This is episode 182 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. Life has many seasons, and we have some seasons that are easy breezy and some seasons that are a lot more stressful. Today, we're going to talk about the communication that needs to happen during the ups and downs of life. It doesn't matter whether it's you or someone in your family. When things are more stressful, they act different. They might even treat you different. Sometimes less gets done. They seem more lethargic. All of these indicators happen, but then sometimes we don't talk about it. So in this episode, we're going to discuss some strategies for getting through the ups and downs of life. So let's get started. This is the podcast where you learn how to build stronger connections and have better conversations using the solution-focused approach. I'm Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a solution-focused life coach, and each week we learn new strategies so that we can build our families strong and be the person that we were always meant to be. You can learn more about our products and services by going to thefocusedmindset.com or hop over to Amazon to get 30 Days to Higher Hopes. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to The Focus Mindset. I haven't seen you guys in way, way too long. First, I just want to apologize. I've had more than one of you reach out and say, hey, I haven't seen a new episode. What's been going on? It's true. I haven't put out an episode but I am excited about being here today. And the subject I'm going to speak about a little bit is about when our time shifts, when our focus needs to be put on a project or something big that's happened in your life. How do you make sure that the people around you feel loved, cared about, supported? And what do you do if that gets off balance? I'm going to talk about that just straightforward with you guys because you've seen it. I care about this podcast. I love it actually. And lately I have had to push pause and I don't do that very often. I know some of the podcasts that you listen to have seasons and they take a certain time off and I'll only do that during, you know, a vacation or a certain time. I'll be like, okay, this is a two week sabbatical. But as you know, there's some big things happening that I'm thankful for. I'm excited about but it's made my time need to shift. I'm going to be speaking at a TEDx event in Florida on November 11th. If you're listening after this, then maybe you could head on over to um, TEDx Ocala and check out that speech. But that has taken a lot of preparation, as it should, right? When you're doing a talk like it uh, with a TED event, it should take a lot of your time. It's also a goal that I've had for a while. So I don't feel bad putting time and energy into it. Here's the thing. When I sit down on purpose and prioritize my time, I need to make sure that I don't feel uh, a sense of dread or worry or guilt when I need to prioritize one thing for a period of time over the other. And If you've ever been in that space in your life, then you totally understand how I feel. I spoke to a parent the other day, and she just 
decided to make the commitment to go back to school and finish up the rest of her degree. Now, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think it's to be a nurse. And she knows that this next semester is going to be intense. It's going to be a lot. And she knows that it's going to be a change for her kids because her kids are used to having her, basically her undivided attention and her attention is going to be divided. Now, what she didn't expect is that her children would display those uh, strong emotions that right away wanted her to put her into a tailspin of guilt and worry. And oh my gosh, by going back to school, am I wronging my kids? Am I, you know, hurting them indefinitely? These things flow through my mind. These things have flowed flown through my mind because I've had to prioritize time to sit and write a talk, to practice a talk, to get coaching for this talk. It's not just your average thing. And when I did that, I can hear that little voice that says, wait a minute, you're not doing everything that you usually do because of this. And I want you as much as me as much as that parent that I was coaching to step back and say, if I'm in alignment with the things that I've planned and wanted and uh, that I know is going to produce the fruit in my life that I need, then guilt is a very unproductive feeling to linger with. Rather, we need to identify that that feeling is creep creeping in and then choose what to do about it rather than the sense of doom. Now, sometimes we don't even realize it's guilt, but we just start feeling bad and then we overcompensate and, oh, what am I going to do? And then then that kind of like causes a ripple effect and, and the people around us feel that stress. And then we're all stressed together in one big stressed bundle. Well, we're in it together, people. Let's just get through it. But is there a better way? I think there is. And I kind of didn't even realize this all until this parent and I spoke. And through my coaching with her, little did she know she was also helping me. Isn't that the way it sometimes works? When we help others, it also helps us. Sometimes teaching is the best teacher. And in this case, I was just discussing, hey, you know, it is amazing that you're going back to school. What are you doing with all those feelings of what, you know, the nervousness and upset now that it seems to be affecting your kids? And she hadn't thought of it any more than I had. I then started looking around and realizing that, one, I hadn't let you guys know what was really going on. And here we are today talking about it to say, look, can I have some grace? Can I have some understanding that there's a lot going on right now and I haven't forgot about you? I need to do that same thing with my family. I need to sit down and say, hey, things are going to be a little different. There's going to be some times when it seems like my nerves are a little high, and this is the reason why, and I'm going to need a little grace. And when you have that conversation, everything changes. And I can say that I've been living this in real time. I expected that my supportive husband would step up and support what I'm doing, but I feel as though when I have been have chosen on purpose to explain to him, hey, my nerves are higher. There's a lot more going on. I'm not going to be able to pick up certain things that I've always done. Like maybe uh, you'll notice that 
I don't know, I always do the dishes on this day and they're not done. It could be like housework type stuff. It could be that I'm busier. Like last weekend, I had a coaching weekend, which means I went away kind of like when you're writing a book and you have a writing weekend, so you have no distractions. And I needed that support of my family. And you know what? It happened. But it wouldn't have happened if I would have just disappeared and said, peace out, do whatever you're going to do. I had to communicate. So, so when we are going through the hills and valleys of our life and we're going through times when emotions are high, we're going through times when we're going to be distracted, communication is the way that we get to the other side with as little casualties and stress and, um, I guess, negative feelings as possible. I talked to this parent and I said, acknowledge to your kids that this is tough. No more saying, I'm sorry, oh no, it will only be short, because that's kind of like apologizing for something that you're not doing wrong. Rather than that, how about... I suggested, how about you sit down and have a real family meeting with the people that are uh, being, I guess, affected by this and make some plans, some proactive plans that each of them can have an active part in helping to get through this season. And later on, when I talked to uh, their kids, I noticed that I I have to give her kudos, even though I haven't um, spoke to her yet, because this has got to be happening. Because here, the one of his her children are saying, you know what I'm doing in the morning? I'm doing this to help. I'm doing that to help. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing evidence of better mornings and better times here at this school. And it's because sometimes we just don't realize that we've got to step away from our guilt in order to make a better plan and that it's okay to go through our times of busy. It's okay to go through a hill and a valley, even emotionally, but we shouldn't give ourselves the right or the, you know, the card of saying, oh, well, they should all just figure it out. They should read my mind. They should know I'm in a stressful time right now. (laughs) Uh, We need to communicate. We need to be able to say, look, I acknowledge that this is a tough time and that there might be some things that are different and then validate the fact that not only your emotion towards them and your feeling and that your love carrying your attention, that there's nothing changing as far as you, but validate that that's a valid feeling. And then rather than apologize about it, say, let's make a plan of how we can get through it. It's not forever. Let's look at this ending point for me, November 11th. (laughs) And how can we plan to get there with as much serenity and calm as we can? And I think that even the youngest child in the family has the ability to give grace when you're communicating. It's only when they don't understand what's going on that they have a big problem with it. And even the adults in our family are willing to give grace when we communicate. So it comes down to the fact of deliberate, on-purpose choices that we make. And sometimes our subconscious just wants to like go 100 miles an hour. And then we have to back up and say, oh, I see why I've been so stressed. It was because of this big deadline I have. and so." get ahead of it. 
I encourage each and every one of you, especially if you're in a busy family that's moving forward, look at the things that are in your future. Look at the things that even your children are going to be embarking on. Do they have assignments or big games in their sports or recitals coming up, things that might put them on edge or that they're going to need to be out of balance a little bit. Maybe it's a life event that's changed the family. Like students I talk to when the family needs to, uh, you know, parents need to live in different places. We give everyone grace in that moment to say, this is a big life change. We get it. You aren't going to be yourself for a little while, and that's okay. It helps the transitions in our life run so much smoother when we're able to say in in the midst of even the largest struggle, I'm going to choose to communicate with these people that I care about. And I'm going to choose to do that with love, not with a plate full of guilt, with a plate full of support and caring. I hope that this message comes in a timely place for you that you're able to stop and reflect in what you're going through now in your life. What's coming up in the next season of your life? What stress do you anticipate that you may need to get ahead of? And then give that grace to your loved ones as well with the deadlines and the things that they have coming up. This creates a healthy, loving, supportive family that even when things don't go well, you come back together and you're stronger for it. It's time for me to get going. Uh, very soon here, but I do want to draw your attention to something that I'm working on that I just want to put kind of like, I guess, a little thing out there for you to think about is I am going to launch a second podcast. It's going to be called Hope Talk Today. And that way here on this podcast, we can focus on the things that I see in my school counseling and in my coaching with families. And we can answer questions that come up from parents and we can lean in on that. And of course, it'll still be wrapped around how we can lift our hopes higher because we know that that helps us be the best version of ourselves. But then we'll have a separate podcast, which will have some time just to lean in to hopeful stories and how to grow hope in our life and the and others and uh, and the guests that we have there will be people that are as passionate about the subject of not only mental health but also mental clarity through growing hope. I um, TED Talk is about the subject of hope, and uh, I can't wait for you to listen to it and then also let me know what you think. Um, I can't thank you enough for being a listener of this podcast. It warms my heart to know that you're there and to know that we're always in this together. And if you'd like to get a hold of me, feel free to email me at share at thefocusedmindset.com. You can always hop on over to my website, share, up oh, share, thefocusedmindset.com and, um, and just find out what I'm doing. Now, on my podcast, you have a special opportunity to join my newsletter list. Now, as of now, my newsletter is not super duper professional with a big old title at the top. 
it's more like me reaching out and saying, Hey guys, here's what's going on. Here's a, here's an inspiring little note I thought of, or a story that I thought of, or here's, uh, that's why many times I call it my hope notes. I want you to be a part of it because I love that type of communication. It's way more personal than, you know, a video that goes out to everyone. Um, so if you would like to have that little bit of a personal touch, click the link that says, um, newsletter. And then there's another one that says hope notes. Both of those are going to get you my free newsletter. And it's about weekly, bi-weekly. I'll send messages to you. And there's a bonus there because people do try and give me some questions to answer. And I give priority to those people that are on that list because they have my email. I have their email. So it's like we're, we have that little connection. You can also follow my story and everything that's happening with the TEDx talk on share at the focused mindset on my Instagram. Um, and look for my new tags, Hope Talk Today. Coming up, it's going to be coming. I'm excited about these type of things. Takes work. And so you work on the things that are in your life. I'll work on the things that are in my life. And we'll come together here next time to be able to share and move forward to be the very best version of ourselves. So until next time, keep in touch and take care and live solution focused. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes where I'm going to leave the links to my social media and the different places you can find me. And I want to invite you to be a part of my email community. It's absolutely free. And this year I'm doing so much writing and so much reflecting, and I want to send things directly to you. I send the special notes to my email community and you can email me right back. You have a direct line to ask me questions without any barriers of a website or anything. Check the show notes for that link or go to thefocusedmindset.com. And if you click on getting the journal prompts, you also automatically are able to be a part of my community. And if you're interested in supporting this program, there's three ways to do it. One, make sure you're following this program so it comes up as one of your favorites. Two, share it either on your social media or with someone you love straight to their email. And the third is to leave a review. And I love reading those. By supporting this program, we're helping people be solution-focused. See you next week.